Welcome to the Mount Olive Baptist Church podcast. I'm Pastor Carl Stokes, and we appreciate you being here today with us. Our desire is to preach the Word of God effectively and clearly so that you can understand God's desire for you in your life. Turn with me in your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 5 once again. Ephesians chapter 5. So let's join together for prayer and ask God to bless our time together. Dear gracious Father, Lord, we thank You and praise You for this beautiful day that You've given us. We praise You, Father, for uh, the privilege of being uh, in the house of God. We might unite as the family of God, the people of God, the body of Christ. Lord, that we might uh, uh, receive the instruction and the guidance and uh, the... uh, 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 wisdom from your holy word, and Lord, we just pray that you would, your Spirit would move us uh, to follow you and to live according to your desire and will. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Ephesians chapter five. We've been looking at Ephesians for quite some time, and as you remember, uh, uh, as a kind of a recap, uh, we've been uh, uh, studying Ephesians for quite some time, and we're in the midst of of understanding how we should live as Christians. Remember, uh, chapters 1 through 3 is all about what does it mean for us to be a part of the body of Christ? What does it mean for us to be a Christian uh, uh, in terms of God's plan and purpose for our life and what God desires for us? And and then uh, chapters 4, 5, and 6 are all about how we live that out. How do we live as Christians? How do we live according to God's desire? How do we live and walk in the way in which He wants us to live and walk? And we've been looking at that. We've been looking at uh, uh, that uh, progressively. In uh, chapter 4, verse 1, it says that we're to walk worthy of our uh, our calling. We're to walk worthy of what it means to be a Christian. And we've been looking at, at what Paul is trying to help us to understand what it means to walk worthy. And we've been uh, uh, seeing that in chapter 4 and chapter 5. At the beginning of chapter 5 it says, Be therefore followers of God as dear children. He wants us to be imitators of God. We're to imitate God and to live according to uh, the, 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 uh, the guidance that God gives us of how we should live and walk and and uh, that kind of thing. Then we uh, looked at last uh, week we, uh, and the week before we uh, understood God's direction for us to walk in love. And we've been uh, talking about what does it mean to walk in love as Christ loves us and how we should live and walk. And uh, the ultimate goal for us as Christians is to be conformed to the image of Christ. As Paul uh, wrote to the church in Rome in Romans chapter 8, he says, Be ye conformed to the likeness of Christ. In 2 Corinthians, he says, We are, to, uh, we are changed into His image. We're living according to uh, our life, not as ourself, not as our own uh, uh, image, but we, when we become a child of God, when we become uh, a, a follower of Christ, we're to uh, our lives are not no longer the same as they once were. But we're to live according to God's desire, and we're to live and walk in in accordance to His will for our life, and we're 
to, uh, to, uh, to live out the change that God is making in us. Remember we talked about in the first three chapters that uh, in the past God predestined us to be children of God, to, uh, to have a relationship with Him. And that doesn't mean that we're forced to have that relationship, but that uh, God desires for us all to have a relationship with Him and to be a child of God. He's... Uh, and in the present, God is redeeming us. And in the redeeming process, we see how God is changing us. And if God is changing us, then that means that our walk and our life is to be different. And Paul is encouraging the church at Ephesus. He's encouraging us through the power of the Holy Spirit as the inspiration of this Holy Word into our lives that we allow God to change us and transform us and to help us to live according to how we are called to live. In 1 John chapter 2, verse 6, we are, uh, walk, uh, are to walk as He has walked. In uh, 1 John chapter 3, verse 2, says that we are, uh, someday we will be like Him. And so we're called to be like Christ. We're called to, be, uh, uh, to walk as Christ has walked, to be different, to walk a different walk, to have a different kind of life. We're not to live like the rest of the world. Now, we're not to cut ourselves off from the world because how can we be a witness to those who are lost? How can we share the gospel with those who are, are uh, lost and dying in their sin if we don't have any contact with them? But we're not to do the things that uh, the rest of the world does. We're to, uh, we don't live in the world and participate in the things that the world does. We're not to uh, to go out to the bars and drink and carouse and do all the kind of things that, that the rest of the world does. We're to live according to God's desire. We're to walk differently, uh, as Paul says, not as the Gentiles, not as the lost, not as the those living uh, in uh, their sin. Then in chapter 5, verse 2, it says we're to uh, love walk. We're to walk in love. We're to, uh, to walk in such a way that expresses the love of God and to, uh, to demonstrate the love of Christ that lives within us. Now we're going to look at, in verses 8 through 14, which is our scripture for today, about uh, walking in the light, a uh, light walk. And uh, later on, uh, as we progress through the chapter, we'll uh, also look at the third factor, and that is a wisdom walk. But let's look at verse 8 today as we get into our study of this section of light walk, uh, li- uh, walking in the light. For you were sometimes uh, darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, providing what is acceptable unto the Lord. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever... Doeth, uh, doth make manifest is light. Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepeth, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. So 
uh, we're clearly to walk in light. And we want to look at, at what light and darkness refers to in the Bible. How does that uh, go along with what we're studying? And what does he mean, walk in light? Does it mean always carry a flashlight with you so you don't trip in the darkness? No. Does it mean that only, we can only walk during the daytime where we can see where we're going? No. What he's talking about here is light in the Bible refers to two different aspects of life, intellectually and morally. Intellectually, it uh, means that uh, it refers to wisdom. And anytime that you uh, hear uh, of light being used throughout the Scripture and throughout the Bible, it, it refers to one of these two things, uh, intellectually uh, meaning wisdom, and morally, it refers to holiness. And so light uh, here is what Paul is saying is, is that we're to walk in the truth. We're to walk in holiness. We're to walk in wisdom. We're to walk uh, as Christ walked. We're to live our life as Christ would have us to live. Proverbs chapter 6 verse 23 says, For the commandment is, uh, for thy commandments are a lamp and a law, uh, to my feet, and a law is a light. And so we're to uh, walk in the light of Jesus Christ. Light here refers to the truth. You can see it in what Paul is, is saying here. He's saying uh, we're, uh, we were in darkness talking about not having the truth of, our, of, of Christ in our life. But now we're in light because we are in the Lord. We have the truth applied to our life. We're walking as children of light. We're walking as children of truth. And, so, and he says, For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth. So the light refers to truth. So darkness, in contrast, uh, refers to ignorance in terms of intellectually, and morally it refers to evil. And so we have this dichotomy, this uh, this. Uh, separation of, of darkness and light. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. We're to walk in the light of Jesus Christ. We're to walk in the light of truth. We're to walk away from the darkness that is the ignorance of our relationship to God. Uh, we're to walk away from evil that is in the world uh, that is symbolized by darkness. The world is <clears throat> symbolized by uh, darkness throughout Scripture. And in Romans chapter 1 it says, The fool's heart is in darkness. Paul mentioned that those who are Gentiles and those who are pagan uh, and those who have uh, an evil spirit upon them in Ephesians 4 are living in darkness. And so Christians are called to live in light. We are called to live according to the light of Jesus Christ and live in the truth that is found in, in His Word, found in His uh, teachings, is found in uh, His uh, direction for our life. 1 John chapter 1, verse 5 says, This then is the message which ye have heard of Him, and declare unto you that God is light, and in Him there is no darkness. So uh, if we are children of God, if we're truly 
followers of Jesus Christ, then we can't have darkness within us. We are to walk in the truth, the light of Jesus Christ. We're to walk away from the darkness of this world. We're not to participate in it. We're not to engage in it. We're not to uh, be familiar with it to the point where we are uh, uh, involved in the darkness of this world, but rather we are to walk in the light. 1 John 1, 7 says, If we walk in the light as He is in the light, then we are having fellowship with one another And the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, is cleansing us from all sin. And of course, Jesus said uh, in the Beatitudes that we are the light of the world. We're to uh, be an example to the rest of the world as a light. Uh, Ephesians 5.8 says that, uh, that we are to live away from uh, the things of the world. We're, we were in darkness, but we're in light. And as, chil- as children of God, we're to walk and live in light. So we need to understand uh, that we are uh, five things about uh, what we need to do as children of the light. We are, first of all, uh, to understand the difference, the contrast between uh, a child of God and those living in the world. He says... Uh, in verse 8, you are not in darkness. You were in darkness. You were in evil. You were in uh, ignorance of your relationship with God. But now you are in the light because the truth of God has come upon you. The truth of Jesus Christ has uh, uh, been uh, imparted upon you as a child of God. And so we're to to live as children of the light. We're to w- live and to walk in the light of Jesus Christ. He says, uh, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. And so we're to, uh, we are to understand the difference between the light of Jesus Christ and the darkness of this world. We're to see that, that, uh, that we have been born anew into righteousness and, and truth. We're, we are no longer a part of, of the, the distasteful, sinful attitudes and the actions of the world. We are uh, no longer a part of the, uh, the, uh, the uh, sinfulness and the pagan lifestyles of the world, but we are uh, living in the light which is goodness and righteousness. We're no longer a part of the disobedience of the world that, that strives against God, but rather we're living with God, living in our relationship with God. And, and so we can't uh, continue to do all the things that we did before, as, uh, before we knew Christ. Uh, God is changing us and transforming us, and so we're to live according to His goodness and grace. Second of all, we need to understand the characteristics of those who are living in the light. He says, you have goodness and righteousness and truth. You're doing those things that are good in, uh, in relationship to God. And uh, listen, uh, as a child of God, uh, we're to live according to the light of Jesus Christ in us 
to the point where the rest of the world sees the difference within us, sees the change that has occurred in our life, understands and knows the, the transformation that's happened in us. And to acknowledge that, that change in our life by living out those, those attitudes and those actions that God has called us to. Look at, at what He says here in, in uh, these verses. He says that we are the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness. And, that, and Paul's kind of reminding us, uh, we also understand and know the, the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faithfulness. All those are characteristics of, of what it means to have the Spirit of God living in, within us. Living and walking in truth is to have those characteristics of, of living according to uh, God's desire in our life. And so we're to, to live according to those characteristics. And we are to uh, not only uh, to live those uh, characteristics, but watch the command here. He says, "...have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness." but rather reprove them. So the command for our life is, is that we're to, to not partake of those things that the world does. We're not to... Uh, uh, the world, uh, what does it tell us? That uh, the best days of uh, anyone can have is to sit back, crack open a, a big, cold, a tall, cold one, and, and uh, drink ourselves into oblivion. That's not what the world... Uh, that's not what Christ tells us to do. We're not to allow ourselves to be controlled by anything other than Christ, anything other than the Holy Spirit living and moving in our life. Anything else than our, the relationship to God is an idol to us. And if we allow something like drugs, alcohol, or a relationship, or uh, a fascination with uh, a uh, aspect of the world... Uh, that draws us away from God, that's an idol that, that is, is drawing us away from the, living a life of service and devotion to God and, and causing us not to have our minds focused upon Him. Uh, the Bible calls us to, to devote ourselves to thinking constantly on those things that are good and righteous and just, to consider only the things uh, of His Word and allow His Word to, to be uh, so much a part of our life. It's, uh, uh, in Leviticus, uh, the Israelites were encouraged to put uh, the commands of God uh, in, on, on a slip of paper and put it right here in the frontal uh, of their, their forehead and to wrap it around their head or to wrap it, uh, put it in a little box and put it, wrap it around their hand. That way it was always in the front of their mind or always and everything they did was guided by the Word of God. And, and we're to, uh, to focus on God's Word in our life and allow God's Word to, to, to guide us, to control us, to lead us in our way. We're also not only uh, to think about the contrast, the characteristics, and the command. Uh, he says, look, look, uh, it says, not only he says, have no fellowship with those who are unfaithful, uh, for it is a shame even to speak of those things which are uh, done of them in secret, but all things that are reproved are, man are made manifest by the light 
for whatsoever doth make manifest is light. We're to uh, to also concentrate on the things of the world, we're, uh, uh, things of God. We're to uh, to focus on the things of the light. We're to. Uh, to be concerted in our effort to study His Word. He says to keep those things uh, manifest in, uh, in our life to help. And what He's saying is, is look, uh, you know, cars nowadays have got some fancy doodads on them and, and uh, in looking at cars uh, and renting a, a car uh, recently, we, we uh, came across uh, car that that uh, we wound up uh, getting one like it, and one of the things that it does is it's got this feature that uh, if you start to uh, while you're driving a long distance, if you start to veer kind of slowly to the side and you get close to that line, and I don't know how it does it, but it it starts to warn you that that line's over there. You're about ready to go out of your lane, and it it kind of gives you a gentle nudge to to get back into the center of your lane. And if you go all over here to the other side without turning on your signal to say that you're going to move to another lane, it, it's, it does the same thing. It, a little light flashes in on the dash and it starts to gentle nudge you back to the center of your lane so that you'll stay in the center of your lane. Well, we don't have that in everyday life when it comes to uh, staying in the center of our lane of, of living and walking as Christians we don't have a little light flashing in the front of our face, but sometimes I wish the Holy Spirit kind of did that for us uh, because He's always there for us to, to, uh, to, to guide us back to a right relationship. And Paul's saying if we concentrate on the things of the Word, if we th- concentrate, keep our minds focused on Scripture, then uh, we won't veer off to the side, the left, or the right. We'll continue to uh, to go uh, down the pathway as we're supposed to. And he says not only that, that we're to concentrate and focus on the things of, of God and to keep our minds uh, focused on Him. He says uh, we need to be mindful of the of the consequences. He says, look, uh, for it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret, but all things which are reproved are made manifest by the light, for whosoever doth make manifest is light. Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepeth, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. We need to to understand if we would simply focus on Him, if we will give our lives totally and completely to Him, then we need to be aware that He will give us the truth. He will give us the light. He will give us the way in which we should walk. And that's what uh, Paul is trying to help us to understand here is, is that you know you find it difficult to know what the right thing is to do. Make sure to, uh, to remember uh, these five things that you need to remember t- uh, the difference between those who are uh, walking in the light and those who are in darkness. Those who are in evil... And those who are in truth, those who are in ignorance, and those who are in wisdom, we need to be mindful of the the characteristics of of what it is to be a child of God. Uh, we need to understand and remember those uh, those fruits of the Spirit. What does it mean to be a child of God? It means to be guided by the Spirit of God and allow His. Uh, 
uh, Spirit to live in and through us. It'll live by love and joy and peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faithfulness, self-control, all those things that relate to that. We need to remember the command of God that we're to live and walk according to His desire. We're to remember uh, the consequences of living according to the world, and we need to be uh, mindful of the fact that He wants, of the calling, that He is calling us to live according to His desire and His way. Uh, and verse 15, just to look ahead a little bit, He says, See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. And what He's doing is He's calling us to live in the wisdom of truth, the wisdom of uh, the truth of Jesus Christ, the wisdom and understanding of the truth that comes when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And when we totally commit to Him, when we devote ourselves to living according to His desire, then uh, living in the light becomes easier and easier because we're following after Him rather than still chasing after the things of the world. Let's join together for prayer. Dear Gracious Father, Lord, we praise You and thank You that You've given us uh, this truth, that we might live by it, that we might follow You. Lord, help us to live according to Your desire and Your will. Help us, Lord, to live and walk in the light of Christ. In Jesus' name, Amen.